The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Welcome, everybody, to Wrestling at the Max's 205 Live Review. That's right, the place where you go find all your great wrestling needs, just like tonight, will be W2Mnet.com. That's right. If you love this show and you like all the other review shows that we do, like Raw to SmackDown Live, NXT, make sure you go hit that subscribe button at Wrestling to the Max, and make sure you also don't forget to go rate and review. Much appreciated those that have already done that, but if you haven't, hey, just go do it for us. It'll get you all our great content in one nice package, and you'll also get a chance to go find us on many different platforms. That's right. We have our availability on places like our radio, Apple podcast and YouTube, of course. And now you can go find us apparently on Amazon. That's right. You just hit up on your Alexa and you just tell them, say, Hey, search, go to Spreaker. Search Wrestling to the Max 205 Live Review, and then there you go. It's right there. You don't even have to touch anything. You just say it, and it comes up, and it's so exciting. So maybe uh, you know, we want to try it next time. That's cool. Uh, also, don't forget to go and give some love over to 411mania.com and last word on prowrestling.com. Both are amazing supporters of ours, and we appreciate them for all that they do for us. I am your host tonight, Gary Vaughn. That's right. I am not Harry Broadhurst. Uh, you can obviously tell that. Uh, but, you know, we at least are here tonight. And, of course, you do have your normal co-host, Liz Puglisi. Hello. Hey. And uh, I'm just, you know, happy to be here. Uh, you know, taking over for Harry tonight. He is, you know, apparently really, really sick. And so, mm-hmm. man, Harry, if you're hearing this, buddy, I uh, hope you do get better. I know how it is to be violently ill. And so it's probably not much fun for you. And hopefully uh, me doing this show is not making you sicker. I'm just saying that because, you know, I'm not the best at these. I'll be honest with you, Liz. I am mostly kind of the, the, the host that does, you know, all the news and I kind of go through other things. But I usually let the other guys kind of break down the show. So I think they do a great job. It takes me a little bit of time to learn how to do this. I, I just like to kind of comment. This is only my third not- time ever doing one of these, so I really can't comment on that. It's okay. I was like, how do you want, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, that's random, but sure, why not? <laughs> but they're fun. They really yeah, they are. Are. They are. And you get your, your, your voice to be heard on what yeah. you, you know want people to know. And, and it's cool to have, you know that opportunity to kind of really talk to show out with people. And that's what I enjoy about these so much. And, you know, 205 is a short show, right? Not a lot here, uh, you know, very short, really, because a lot of times when you get WWE television, an hour means about maybe 20 minutes of matches. And Mm -hmm. the rest is all video packages and talking and all that fun stuff. So it's interesting when you get an hour show from them. But, you know, NXT does it very differently. But 205 is very WWE. (laughs) So. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited about talking about, you know, this 205 because, you know, we kind of have some interesting things going on here. Um, you know, 
like they've been doing a lot lately. Enzo Amore, or it's just Enzo. I always forget. They don't like the Amore part anymore. Enzo starts out the show, comes out, and lets his voice be heard, like he always does, of course. Uh, he said he has a team that is money, as we saw Monday Night Raw. Uh, they beat down Kalisto, and they also took out uh, Mustafa Ali. So uh, that was, you know, uh, what happened on Raw. But here tonight, he's joking on Kalisto still. Telling him, you know, when he's in children's hospital, uh, bouncing on the bed, you know, drinking Jello through a straw, uh, he he can turn tune into two hundred five live and watch Enzo. Uh, the, the, I like he says the Zo Show. That's kind of a catchy thing. I, I want that T-shirt, the Zo Show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, he kind of goes on. Uh, and he says he started a new foundation for the Cruiserweight division in 205 Live. And uh, that's no thanks to the people in the audience, that they didn't do anything for him. Yeah, they think they did, but they really didn't. Uh, this brings Kalisto out. And, uh, you know, Kalisto basically says uh, through his actions, he's going to take out, you know, Enzo. And he's showcasing that, hey, I'm better at wrestling than you, Enzo. And uh, that causes Enzo to take off and run away very fast, as fast as he can, at least. So, what did you think about this old beginning? I enjoyed it. You know, it um, you know, kept me in, kept me involved in it. Um, for me, Enzo is somebody who has used his same catchphrases over and over and over again, but. He the last couple of weeks he seems to he is really good on the mic. I have to say that um, I know people complain about his you know in ring skills, but the last this week and on Roar you know he's really been changing it up and going more into you know his his spiel in a different way and telling the story. So I've enjoyed that. I have two, and I, I think I'm kind of understanding where you're coming from, too, on the fact that, you know, I, for a while there, I'll be honest with you, when he was doing the big Kaz thing and, and a little bit post that, I, I, he annoyed the, the living crap out of me. I, I couldn't yes. stand uh, Enzo. I, I just couldn't. I, it, he just literally made me want to change the channel uh, to whatever football game was on that night. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Enzo's another one of those that, um, like I mentioned earlier, is another one of those that I enjoy following them on social media more than I enjoy watching them wrestle. Mm-hmm. He's you know very entertaining. He interacts with the fans a lot, especially the kids. Um, we always see him interacting with the kids on his Instagram stories and things like that. So he's you know entertaining. I enjoy listening to him, you know, talk sometimes, but the whole zero dimes and this, that, and the other thing that he would say over and over and over again just makes my eyes twitch. Um, I guess maybe being Italian-American and being from New York, I despise the whole Jersey Shore, not even sure what you want to call whatever he has going on, the whole stereotypical thing. Mm-hmm. So just, I didn't, I don't, I don't really watch NXT that much. So, when they very the first time him and Cass appeared, I was pretty much like, "What the hell is this?" <laughs> somebody, somebody explain this to me because I don't. I hadn't really followed NXT for a while, and yeah, they annoyed me for the longest time, and to an extent, still does. 
Yeah, and I get you. And it's kind of funny you say that, because if you didn't follow their history in NXT, you really are kind of like, oh, boy, what in the world do they bring out now? Um, but, you know, uh, you know, I did follow NXT, and I really did enjoy their characters and what they did. And, you know, Enzo was always fun. I mean, he always brought that energy to the room. And somebody that I think really has a personality that, even if you hate him or you love him, he, he at least brings that entertainment to you. And you have a feeling towards him, which is exactly what wrestlers want. You don't, they don't care if you love him or hate him, just as long as you have some kind of feeling towards him. And, and I think he does that very, very well. And sure, in-ring ability. Can't, especially when you're talking about cruiserweights and 205 live this show in general and, and that's charisma and and that's you know bringing Absolutely. some of the flash and the, the pizzazz and all the things that that show lacks so much and that's you know something that i think he's really doing well here i think he's really done very very well promoting 205 live because from my understanding from i'm hearing about the ratings they have definitely increased maybe not like tenfold or anything but they've increased and, and that's better than what they were doing before so it means a lot, you know, for that to happen. So, uh, but, you know, I mean, I, the one thing I will say uh, about Enzo is I kind of, you know, was watching him tonight and I kind of thought to myself, he also kind of reminded me of uh, the way he speaks sometimes of Diamond Dallas Page a little bit. So that was a little nostalgic. The, some of the way he kind of scream talked. I, I yeah. Like <laughs> so. For me, that's natural. So you know, that's, that's a whole New York thing. So, you know, yeah, there you I, go. I, I can get behind that. Definitely. So this whole feud between him and Kalisto is is kind of interesting. Um, I, you know, kind of is maybe the what I need to put in quotations uh, because Kalisto is not very good on the mic at all. Uh, no. If I want to say terrible, I think that would be the appropriate vocabulary, possibly. Um, and so you're getting a very different story here, but I think Kalisto is very interesting uh, to have as his opponent. And I think we kind of sympathize with Kalisto. At least I do. I always kind of feel bad for him because I always look at him as Rey Mysterio light, you know, <laughs> like a guy that, you know, he put on his best Rey Mysterio costume and tried to do what he did and just maybe not there just yet, but he's trying and you want to root for the guy. And I do root for him uh, to an extent, not a big fan or anything, but I do root for Kalisto. I hope that he can continue doing what he's doing. Do you think this feud has anything uh, for you or are you just kind of like, uh, I just, uh. you know, as ambivalent as I am to, to some degree about, you know, both of them, I just, like you just saying, like everybody says, this thing's you can give them a lot of credit for and things that they have to, you know, work on. And then there's the fact that I can't do any of what they're doing. So who am I to talk? But I've actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. You know, um, I like, you know, I like Kalisto. It's nice to, to see him in some pretty decent matches, decent in the sense of not that the person he's necessarily wrestling against is stellar or is even as good as he is. But most of the stuff that him and, you know, Sin Cara were usually thrown into were like these quick little, for me, you know, spot matches. It's like, okay, let's put them out there because we want to, you know, use them. And that's it. But it's nice to actually see him actually have a story. So in that sense, I'm, you know, it's, it's, it's pulled me and I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. And I hope that they, you know... 
it, at least make if his run with this title is going to be this short, uh, mm-hmm. which a lot of people are thinking, and you may as well. Um, uh, at least they're giving him something, and that'll lead him to other things, I think, especially in this Cruiserweight division, because they're going to need it. He's going to need it majorly. Um, I, it's it's going to be uh, tough going for him unless you know he does take advantage of some of the other things because like I mentioned before, not the strongest guy on the mic, right? And I don't think he's going to sell himself that way at all. He's going to have to do it in the ring. So we'll see what he does. I will you know continue that, and we'll talk about the the actual match itself uh, later on. You know, we'll, we'll kind of save that. Let's let's kind of. <laughs> talk about something else before we do talk about that match uh let's get into this jack gallagher situation and you know him and brian kendrick are our buddies which once again they've really never delved deeply into why they are super buddies uh but they are and rich swan and cedric alexander have become very close and so this has brought a situation where these teams uh are not only not technically, I don't think tag teams, but they, they were kind of partnering up here and helping mm-hmm. each other in these matches has been interesting as they've gone down the road here. And in this episode of 205, you have Gallagher take on Rich Swan with Brian Kendrick and Cedric Alexander being at ringside. And really, I mean, you had, I think, a pretty exciting match at times. Um, Maybe not perfect or anything, but I really did enjoy it. I like Jack Gallagher a lot. I like some of the holds that he uses and, you know, the way he kind of put things in play with Swan. And Swan, of course, does his normal high-flying stuff and and just really gets you excited about what's going on here. Really, at the end of here, the story was more about Cedric Alexander and Brian Kendrick getting involved in the match. And really being a big part of it towards the end here. And basically, it's the DQ finish um, that not everybody likes, which I'm not a huge DQ fan. But, hey, it makes sense. I think the entertaining part really did come when they had all four guys involved and fighting each other. So, yeah, Rich Swan as the winner by DQ. But in the end, it doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is this whole thing going down. Did you enjoy the match? I did. You know, I like all four of them. Um, been a Kendrick fan, you know, for a while. Um, you know, seeing the Cruiserweights first on Roar before I really started to watch 205. You know, I like Swan. I actually kind of, Swan really grew on me from, um, believe it or not, up, up, down, down, going back to social media. <laughs> but, you know, I found him, you know, very entertaining. So I think I started to pay more attention to his matches than I, than I might have. But I, I like all four. It's one of those that you were kind of saying storylines where you're not really sure why anybody's together, but they actually it holds your interest and you're look actually looking forward to finding out why. Whereas in some cases, usually like okay, whatever, this is so random. But maybe I'm being optimistic, but I kind of find feel like maybe there's more story, more background that we're going to find out that will flesh it out some. Uh, you're right, and th- th- what's interesting about this, too, is it's not just on 205. It's going to be on Monday Night Raw as well. Right. And so you kind of have to follow both if you want to get the entire story. I, I think they're going to try to feature most of it on 205, but they can't help themselves sometimes on Monday mm-hmm. Night Raw to, to kind of put little nuggets in here and there to make you say, oh, I really wish I would have watched Raw because now I missed out on this one. Man, you know, things like that. Right. So, I mean... Uh, I don't know how long they're going to do this. How slow of a burn is this going to be between Gallagher and Kendrick before we find out, you know, really what's going on here? I mean, does, you know, Gallagher's family owe money to Kendrick or something? (laughs) Or, you know, who knows what's going on here? 
Uh, maybe, you know, maybe Gallagher wants to be a part of the Captain Hook fan club. Kind of like Brian Kendrick is, you know. So, I, I think it's interesting. I do. I really want to find out more information. I'm just like you. I, I think that they will give it to us. It's just going to take a minute, and that's okay. That's a good thing that keeps me coming back week in mm-hmm. and week out, right? So, very positive. Yeah, um, sometimes the slow burn's the best because we don't get it that often. It's usually pretty boom, 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 boom. You hit over the head with it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and it just takes away a lot of the fun, and it really kind of also hurts them in the long run because they do things so fast that really a lot of times you miss about half of what they wanted you to know. Right, that's <laughs> they, true. They skipped it. Like, oh, yeah, we, we threw that in there, but you just kind of skipped over and like, well, you, you gave me too much at one time. So, um, But that's okay. I think you know I'm really enjoying this Rich Swan, Cedric Alexander team up here. Uh, I think both guys are super amazing. They, they have a lot of ability in between both of them. So it, this is just really just fun to see these guys interact with each other and kind of help each other out because if they were going to be a tag team, they'd be a really darn good tag team if you ask me. Oh yeah, I definitely could see that. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's going to be, you know, uh, like you said, you know, a little while before we find out what happens between those guys. But I'm, I'm happy with the match. I think they gave us a, a pretty solid one here. Uh, moving on from the Gallagher and uh, Rich Swan match, though, we got to talk a little Drew Gulak, and, and Drew Gulak is doing his normal thing. Uh, you know, of course, he he considers himself the father of the WWE universe, apparently, and he says because he is that father, he is sheltering everyone, uh, I guess us included, away from those evil hot flyers. They're just too dangerous. And so he is being the fatherly figure here. And sometimes when you're a father, you have to give a little tough love. And that's what he did to our good friend Tazawa. And that's giving him a little tough love. Kind of, you know, talking about that, that feud kind of touching on that. Uh, he also lets us know, uh, you know, when he does his proposal number nine, which is mm-hmm. no defying authority. Uh, he lets us also know that at TLC in the kickoff show, he'll be sharing uh, and reviewing over the 277 proposals <laughs> that he has. Uh, this is not WrestleMania. I don't think we're going to get all 277 in yeah. the kickoff show. Uh, but, I mean, I, I, I'm enjoying Drew Gulak. I don't know about you. I, I think Gulak, his character, to me, it works. It makes sense, especially on this you know, 205 Live Cruiserweight show. Uh, what did you think about this whole thing? You know, as someone in her former career who used to make a hell of a lot of PowerPoint presentations that completely went unappreciated, I absolutely love what he's doing. I love the whole PowerPoint thing. I love, you know, his his the re- his reasoning, you know, behind everything. It's it's a bit of a fresh spin on everything, which I appreciate. So, so would you actually sit through the 277 proposals? I am ridiculous like that, yes. If I didn't sit, <laughs> if, if I didn't sit through them, I would definitely scroll through them online to find <laughs> So you're going to cheat. You're not even going to listen to what he's saying. You're just going to no, scroll right. through and read them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it now. Oh, man. You know, I, I once again, I mean, this is a guy that has something to offer that not all these guys on this cruiserweight division uh, i think 
I look at him and say to myself, okay, the suit and tie, all this stuff is very squarish. The whole thing about, you know, not like high flying is very squarish. It, it actually works on the kind of the political climate uh, to an extent that the Americans kind of see, you know, there's always a square, you know, people. And then there's mm-hmm. also the, you know, the, the way far out, you know, I'm not going to say hippies cause it's not the 60, but the more, uh, you know, Free people will say it that way. So you have that kind of situation here where you, you've got a guy that kind of matches a certain group. And, and I think that people kind of love to beat up on him because of that. And that's a good thing. And I think that, you know, in the past, they've had characters like that, that, you know, they kind of take advantage of whatever political climate that they're in at the time. And I think Drew Gulak gets a little bit of that flag. But not only that, he gets flagged for hating what they love and what I think we all love and seeing guys fly around the ring. Uh, you know, as Matt Hardy would say, spot monkeys. Yeah, you know, definitely. Um, just the, the political part of it, I suppose. But it's also for me, it's okay. I think everybody with 205 expects everybody to be a spot monkey to fly around the ring. But just because you're a cruiserweight doesn't mean that's your thing, you know? So you have the, the other side of it. Nothing wrong with a little technical wrestling now and then, right? Oh, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> I agree with you wholeheartedly on that. Yeah, and that's also why I love Drew Gulak too. Yeah, I love him. Yeah, uh, you know, and I also like Jack Gallagher because of the technical stuff. Uh, that that's another point I had to make. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is a fine segment here, right? I mean, this takes a little time on the show. It's not overly long, mm-hmm. but it does take up some time, and I think it was time well spent. Uh, just for a guy coming out and being on the mic without any interruptions, Tazawa didn't come out, or anyone else didn't come out and interrupt. So, it, it to me, it worked. It was fine. It had no qualms about it. Didn't hate it. Didn't you know anything like that? So no, good stuff. It, it, it furthered what he was doing. That was the point. Exactly. Uh, so that leads us to the uh, main event spot here. Uh, we do have Mustafa Ali and Kalisto take on Divari and Enzo in a match where, you know, basically everything went. <laughs> These guys went all over the place. Uh, I think that they, if you ask me, had a really fun, entertaining match. Uh, you know, you did have the situation where, you know, Enzo took the pin. I have to say that it's kind of funny because I didn't expect that, but I think it was a fun match. And I think that they gave us something to, to really hang our head on at the end of the day. And Kalisto and Mustafa Ali get to stand tall, especially after their big beat down on Monday Night Raw. That, I think that was very important here too. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I thought this was going to result in them getting their second beat down. I really thought that was going to happen here and it didn't. I thought the same way, I, and I appreciate the fact that they didn't. I like that it was a bit more mixed up than I think we might used to be seeing. Oh, sorry, used used. No, nah, can't even speak tonight. Used to seeing. Sometimes we get the, you know, same thing in a row. The second, the third, the, you know, the fourth beat down. I can't, but I like the back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too, uh, and I think it, it means a lot more to the value of these guys because if you continue to beat them down, and and we've seen Kaliso get beat down way too much already, right? So I, I think that this is a very valuable thing for him uh, and a good mark on what he's going to do. And I'm a huge fan of Mustafa Ali. I can't tell you how much oh, yeah. I, I think I this guy him. super super talented. If they really wanted to use him in other places beside the cruiserweight division, I think he has a lot of potential in front of him. I could definitely see him as a U.S. champion. Uh, I mean, maybe even, I would even throw it out there, an Intercontinental champion too. Mm-hmm. So uh, who who knows? But I don't, I don't 
foresee that really happening at least while they're still basically saying, no, you're a cruise away. You stick in this one spot. So, and at least I'm just glad he's a part of this roster and him teaming up with Kalisto. It made me very, very happy. I'll be honest with you. I think they did a good job. I love Davari too. I mean, he's a great heel. This guy is one of those, you know, I don't know. Those sneaky guys that kind of snuck onto this roster, I didn't expect anything from. And, and then now I find myself thinking, this guy has got something, and he's got something special. So I, I think this main event may have swayed me more into the positive light because they were entertaining, but I also like a lot of these guys. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, the, the two pairings, you know, go well together. I mean, Davari has that smarmy, you know, swarmy, evil you know, think going from con honesty, look going for him that fits with Enzo. Um, and, you know, Ali and Kalisto, their in, excuse me, their in ring work, you know, meshes very well. So I think that, that really helped the main event too, that the two people, obviously Davari's the better wrestler than Enzo, but I think the two sides, you know, fit with each other. If anybody on 205 is going to be like, yeah, you know, I can side with Enzo. I see where he's coming from. Davari fits the bill. Um, just the way his, his whole character is. So it's not as random. Even though I don't think they've really explained why people are suddenly siding with him, which is fine. Um, the, the sides actually go together. They're not so random. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, they've done a fine job of, of matching chemistry with these guys. You know, we talked about earlier about Swan and Cedric Alexander, mm-hmm. how, how well they work together. And so uh, I think, you know, their creative, you know, juices are definitely flowing because they're making some great decisions when they're pairing people up. Right. So, uh, you know, pretty happy with that. And, and, you know, this is also, you know, your your go home show, too. I know we talked on Monday Night Raw uh, about this being a go home, but this is kind of the go home for 205 Live because they're going to go into TLC and mm-hmm. they're going to have their piece of the puzzle when it comes to being a part of that pay-per-view. So I think they did a pretty darn good job of getting those things that they need to get settled before they do hop into that pay-per-view taken care of. They kind of put a button on them until they do get to that big show on Sunday. So I very happy with it. I think for the most part, I think mm-hmm. they, they gave us something that I think we can say yeah, it, was, it was a good show. So definitely, uh, you know, uh, I, do you and Harry usually rate this one? I can't remember if do we do. Yeah. Right, go ahead. Yeah. Then give me your rating for this one. Um, because I actually enjoyed all the wrestling that there was on it. I'll say 7.5. Well, that's fair. I was going to give it a seven myself. And I think, you know, for the same reason, I think the wrestling on here was very well done. I think that they gave us matches that we could actually care about and not just random matches that, well, you know, oh, that guy won great or that guy, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. whatever. It, it wasn't like that tonight. You actually kind of had a feeling about each match that they had. You did want some team to win and things like that. Yeah, on some level, you really were invested in each match. You know, when if you go back to SmackDown for a second, you pretty much assumed, you know, Dolph was going to win for a change, you know, or whatever. This one, you know, I really didn't know which way they were going to go with it, or didn't. So it, it gave you a nice little, you know, nice little balance. Yeah, you're right. And, you know, that's what, you know, they're doing right, at least for at this point on 205 Live. So I'm happy with it. They need to keep that stuff up. You know, don't stop. Keep this kind of stuff up. Make us happy. Good job. 
Good job, yeah. WD. <laughs> Gold star for you guys. <laughs> oh, next, you know, if you want another one next week, do the same thing. So <laughs> now that we jinx it, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like those bastards. Exactly. So there you go. Uh, but anyway, well, guys uh, and gals, uh, we appreciate you all tuning in tonight. Uh, this has been so much fun. Uh, you know, once again, uh, you know, uh, Harry, please get better, man. I, I know you're sick, and uh, I appreciate the time to fill in. And, and Liz, this has been a lot of fun. I did smack that live. You, same here. So we really enjoyed, you know, uh, you know, our, you know time here together but uh we want everybody to know hey make sure you go check out all the other shows that we do w2mnet.com is the place where you go find all that great wrestling stuff that you like to go look for and a lot more uh trust me go check it out now subscribe rate and review over at wrestling to the max it'll get you all the great content that we have whatever platform you use maybe you do use that on amazon alexa or you go and find us on youtube Apple Podcast, anywhere else like iHeartRadio, just go find us. And once again, make sure you give some love over to 411mania.com and lastwordonprowrestling.com. Both are great supporters. We appreciate them so much. I am your host, Gary Vaughn, tonight. And of course, thanks so much, Liz Police Police. I can see I almost screwed it up. Uh, <laughs> I, I tried not to. But anyway, That's thanks fun. a lot for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you guys, and we'll catch you guys down the road. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.